We are happy, Lord God, to be part of the eternal kingdom, a kingdom that can never be moved, a kingdom that can never be shaken. Receive us, Father. Receive our worship. Receive our praises. Receive the offering. Receive the tithing. Receive, Lord God, our clapping of hands. Receive our dancing to you, Lord. Receive our adorations, Lord. Receive our bow, bowing to you, Lord. Your worthy Lord. You deserve glory and honor. Fill us with the anointing presence of the Holy Spirit. Let him cover our hearts, Lord. Anointing us with joy, with peace and love. Grant it, Father. Speak to us even this morning. Let us hear from heaven your throne. Lord God, you have the final say in the situation that is going on around the world. Lord God, we are here as your subjects, Lord, waiting for the marching orders, Lord. We want to say, Lord, that speak, my Lord, your, your servant heareth. Grant it, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Read in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, we are glad to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. So the question that came in last Sunday uh, in the second service today I think we shall have one service so I would like to read those questions but they are not different from uh, actually from the ones that came in uh, but it happened that different people asked different uh, from different areas, but uh, their questions came similar. So uh, the first one says, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. it says, God bless you, Pastor. Apologies for the multiple 
sort of, oh. Uh, it says, God bless you, Pastor. And all the saints that are tuned in. My question, Pastor, is that does it mean that Adam was subject to death even before the fall since he had a mortal body? In bracket, dust. Okay. Now, uh, being in a mortal body does not mean that now you, 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 you are subject to death. Because even after resurrection, we shall be putting on these bodies, although in glorified form. But in a way, I may say yes. Because in the theophany, he could not fall. Uh, even the saints who have left these bodies were in glory. They cannot fall. They cannot sin. They cannot be tempted. And, uh, but uh, Adam, when he was put in the body, Flesh, although he, it was different from the bodies we are having today, this is the difference. Our bodies have a law that is called the law of sin. Yeah, we are born with that law. And that law means the attributes to sin. Yeah, so we don't learn to sin. It is born in us to sin. But Adam was not like that. He didn't have that law. But being put on free moral agency to make a choice, he could choose to sin or to stay without sin. And he was in the body where now he could choose to do that. Yeah, so... In a way, I may say he was subject. Because if he could choose to sin, then death comes with sin. The first step is that he was subject to sin. Which is different from the other body he had. And being subject to sin, that puts him again to be subject to death. That is the second creation of Adam. 
Adam. Yeah, the first one we saw he was created in uh, spirit. He was a spirit. And in that he was in the theophany. And he stayed in the theophany for a long time. Ruling and controlling the earth. And then when God wanted man to physically till the ground. Then he put him in the flesh. That that is made from the dust of the earth. Now that flesh is vulnerable to temptation. It could choose to do to follow the temptation or to reject it. And when he chose to do wrong, the sinful nature entered him which was not in him at the beginning. And uh, then we, his descendants, we are automatically born with that nature. Yeah. So I think that answers that question. If I may repeat it, says, God bless you, Pastor. And all the saints that are tuned in, my question, Pastor, is that does it mean that Adam was subject to death even before the fall since he had mortal body? Adam Yes, I think uh, it is well explained. Not that he was subject to death in that state, but he was subject to to fall. And then that brings in another phase. Death. Yeah. Not necessarily because he's in the mortal body. Because you see now Jesus was in the mortal body. The body of Jesus was exactly like the bodies we are putting on. Only without still that uh, that uh, urge to sin. Which for us we are born with. But the body of Jesus, uh, Brother Bram says, Brother Bram Agamba, uh, he could, uh, well, he could eat, could drink, he could fall sick, he could uh, get hunger. Yeah, how did he carry our sicknesses? In his body, he suffered them. He got the sicknesses on him. And he carried our pain. And then, uh, Brother Bram also says, Brother Bram Agamba, Jesus, if he decided, he could have married and had children. So he was in a body, physical body. The difference between his body and our bodies is that uh, it was not born through 
sexual desire. It was not between a man and woman meeting. It was spoken by the word. But all the same, physical. Yeah, with made of dust. Sixteen elements of the flesh. He needed to eat for it to continue being alive. He could marry if he wanted. He could have children if he wanted. But he sanctified himself for, for us. Yeah, when he said, Father, I sanctify myself on their behalf. That's how Brother Branham interpreted that. Brother Branham he could have married, but he refused. Because of us. So, but then, his body, because it was a word created body. Like Adam's body was a word created. Death could not manage Jesus. He died but he defeated it. You see the difference? So I hope through all that explanation gives the answer. Yeah, he said, no man can take away my life. I have power to lay it down on my own and then to receive it again. This commandment, meaning this law, have I received of my father. It is in me. So Adam before the fall, although he was in a physical body, he had the same law. He could speak the same words. I can lay down my life and receive it again. But when he accepted sin, now that law was no longer there in him. He could die now. So I think that explains your question. Uh, then, um, then another question here. Uh, God bless you, dear pastor. I would like to know more about this scripture. Genesis 1.26 When God said, let us make man in our own image. Was the Logos communicating to the Theophany? Or what would be the right explanation of that, of that verse? Logos to the Theophany. Now, uh, there is no difference between the Logos and the Theophany. Uh, the Logos, Logos is that word body. That is the Logos. Logos. And that is the Theophany. It can only appear in light. And again, it appears in the form of man. But even that form of man 
is not this exactly this form. It is only in the image of a man. It's like our Sufani bodies. They look like us. But they are not exactly like us. Uh, Brother Branham talks of a story. I think I heard that quote, but I didn't reach it in the teaching there. A certain, woman was, a certain woman was driving some place in America. And as she drove, she reached somewhere. She saw a man crossing, an old man. She tried to break. She couldn't break. And he, she hit him. And he flied in the air and fell on the side of the road. And she ran to the nearing petrol station, I mean, a police station to report the accident. Now, there are people who were around who saw it happen, who saw this woman knock. This vehicle knock an old man. So she reported the police came very fast. They checked for the body. Around, they searched all around. They could not find the body. And it became a wonder. And then there, then it was uh, uh, remembered that many years ago, such an old man was knocked at that spot. How do you explain that? Then Brother Branham said, you see, we don't go far from here when we die. So he said that it was the theophany body of that old man who was knocked years years back. So you see, now such a body you are in the theophany body, but you can also appear. You can appear to people. Now, that doesn't make it a mortal body. It doesn't make it a mortal body because it can appear. The other real body of yours, the, the, the mortal is in the ground. Now, when that old man was knocked, in that time, the accident that took him from life, what happened? He was buried. And where is his body? He's in the dust. He's turned to dust. But now, who is this again? So I was still explaining uh, that the theophany body could appear in the form of light and the physical body. 
but not the physical body that that the mortal body we are we in. Because the theophany has the image of the physical. But the question here says, uh, it says, was the Logos communicating to the theophany? Logos. So I will explain that, that the Logos and the theophany was the same thing. Then, but what was communicating anyway? When he said, let us. Now, God was Elohim in the beginning. The great fountain of life. And him was the seven colors. And he filled the whole earth and all eternity. And then he started condescending himself. He made his first creation. The first creation which was the pillow fire. The, the logos. Logos. The theophan of God. So he went into the theophany. Now, Brother Ram said that pillow of fire, that logos, I can play, I can see him bouncing back and forth like a child playing before the father's doorsteps. And uh, that's the first creation. And when he said, let us. Amen. Amen. That was God, the offspring of God. The Theophan, the Logos. Speaking to the Father. Which lived in him. It is like uh, when Jesus prayed to the Father. Who was praying to who? It was the Son in the physical that was speaking to the Father, the Spirit that dwelt in Him. Yet there were not two beings. He was one, but now in the different form. But when he was in this different form, he had two aspects. The physical and the spirit in one. And the physical could speak to the spiritual. And the spiritual could speak to the physical. You understand? When Jesus was here, he did nothing but what his father showed him. The father could speak to the son. And the son could speak to the father. So when he said, let us make man. What was he at that time? He was spirit. 
He was the Logos. He was the Theophany. So the, he was speaking Elohim, Elohim to the Logos or the Logos to the Elohim let us make man in this image now. This image now of the Theophany in our own image in our likeness I hope you catch the revelation. I can't explain it further than that. God is such a mystery to be explained fully in the human language. Otherwise, theologians would teach him. But he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father which is in heaven. I hope that explains it to you. He has come from one form. The invisible. Elohim. And he has made an offspring. And the offspring is the body. That he is going to... He, he has put on that he's in now that he's going to create through. But the body has this, uh, has this aspect that can be touched. I mean, that can be seen. And also it has the other Elohim aspect that he has moved from. Living in this. And then he says, let us make man in our image. A theologian, I mean, Trinitarians want to use that show that they are more than one. But the report of the creation disproves it. Because the next verse says, and then God made man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Not God's not they made man in their own image. And in the image of God of gods or whatever created he no created they them no. It could have said created they them. But created he them. So I hope uh, that is answered. Uh, then this one says. Uh, God bless you, Pastor. Would please explain the difference between the di between the difference between between heavens, like one that Paul went to, and the one that Brother Branham went to, and the dimensions. Isn't this the one we Brother Branham we answered? Or? Is it a different one? Yeah, this one I think we answered it last Sunday. We said the dimensions are different. And the heavens are different. The dimensions are seven. 
the heavens are three. Uh, the dimensions we said, the first is light, the second is matter. The third is time. The fourth is the dimension of radio, television, internet. TV, internet. That is the dimension. The fifth is where souls who go lost go. And the sixth is where the saved, the redeemed go when they die. Which is called souls under the altar. And the seventh is where God is. Amen? Amen. Yeah, so uh, then let me try to let me I want you to listen to this quote. Now we are sitting together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is from the message, the true Easter seal. In Christ Jesus. Now we realize Jesus, the body of Jesus was caught up from the resurrection. Now we know that the Bible speaks of three heavens. Now we know it. The first heaven, second heaven, and third heaven. I believe it was Paul that was caught away into the third heaven and seen things that wasn't expedient for him to speak them. Now the first heaven is called in the scripture like the clouds. He did not say it is the clouds. He said it's like he is comparing because that, the, uh, you know, uh, this one, the first one here, I mean, the clouds, they are just up here and even demons are there, even devils are there, and when he said heaven and earth will pass away, that's what he means, the sky, it will pass away, it's, a, it's called a heaven, in another language, so, but now this first heaven, we are going to see is where, Brother Branham went when he was given a chance to come out of the body and go to see the souls that are under the altar. It is a place where the redeemed are. It's a supreme place. 
but it's not just the, the clouds Na as you may see here. He's comparing. He say like because uh, you know this one is just full of demons and spirits and things. Yeah, the one here, the clouds up here. But he say like comparison. He's just showing. He shows the dimensions. I believe it was Paul that. Uh -huh. Now the first seven is called in the scripture like the clouds. In other, like you see clouds. In other words, down below here on the earthly seal. Now, when the atmosphere from up in above the clouds becomes down into the church, that's a heavenly place. The second heaven is considered a solar system. That is still in comparison. And the third heavens goes beyond that. Now, I want us also to look at the. Uh -huh. I hope we are following together. And uh, it's my prayer the Lord Himself gives you the understanding. Now, we are sitting together in heavenly places. Not this one. Soko. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking for a quote. It's the message having conference with God. Yeah, it's here. Says, now let me tell you, friends, you don't know what happens. Well, you don't know what happiness is. Remember until you've crossed over the land yonder and really see what it is. Look, would I do this as a servant of Christ? I put this Bible over my heart and say, uh, if that was the first heaven, I was privileged to see. And Paul was caught into the third heaven. What did he see? No wonder he said, I has not seen, he has not Neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has in store that love him. See? Now listen to this also. Friends from that time have been changed. I've been a changed person. I don't know what you think about this. But with my hand on the Bible. Whatever it is. I don't know whether it was here. Whether it was a vision. I don't know whether it was 
I never had one like it. Unless say it was like a translation. I don't say it was. Say my spirit went out and went there. I don't know what it was in brackets. If that's glorious under that first heaven, what must have Paul saw when he went to the third heaven and came back and said, eyes has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered the hearts of man what God has for them in store they love him. I've been more determined. This is my second. Okay, we can stop at that. So, you see, first of all, he said there are three heavens. And now we see he was caught in the first heaven. But he said Paul was caught in the first heaven. So I hope that also explains that. Heavens and dimensions are different. Praise God. Maybe, I'm saying maybe because I'm not sure, the sixth dimension where the saints are, that's where we start the heavens. Because now the sixth dimension where the saints are and if that's the first heaven now then the second could be angels I don't know then the third where God himself is. Because the seventh dimension is where God himself is. Are we together? Huh? I believe we are together. Although you're, not, although you're not answering me because we are, we are not together physically. But I hope you are getting me. So the dimensions and the heavens, those are two different lessons. Although they blend. Uh-huh. Then another question here. Uh, God bless you, dear pastor. My question is, in which form was Melchizedek when Abraham gave him the tithe? The tithe. The person says, I need light on that. Now, I will commend you to read the message of Brother Branham. That is called Who is this Melchizedek? You'll get the answer. But uh, just a brief one. We could read Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1. We could read. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High, God, who made Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all first being by the interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, 
but made like unto the Son of God, abideth a priest continually. Wanga merukize dekuyo kabaka wesalemi kabona wakatondali wagulwe nyo yasinka ni Ibrahimu nga akomawo nga avoku tabakabaka na musabiro mukisa era Ibrahimu go yagabire kitundu eche 10 echabyonna echolubebelie mukutegeze bwanga yakabaka wobutukirivu erecho kubiri kabaka wesalemi yekabako wemirembe atalina kitawe atalina nnyina atalina bajjajjabe atalina lunaku loyasokera kono wakubadde enkomerero eyobulamu ne yafanya nzibwango mwana wakatonda abera kabona olubebelye nakuzonna ese kiraba that's what the bible talks about this man bible ichiyogera kumusajjono and now irakati he didn't have a father teyina kitawe he didn't have a mother teyina nnyina he had no beginning of days. He had no ending of life. Now, the, then the prophet took a subject that he called Who then is this Mechzedek? Who? He says he has no father. He said this was not Jesus. Because Jesus has a father. Jesus has a mother. Jesus said God was his father. And he was born through Mary. You see? But this man had no father. Had no mother. Jesus has when he was born. But this one had no beginning. Who is this person without a beginning? And he has no ending. He has no birth certificate. He has no death certificate. Because he was never born. He never began at any time. And he will never die. He's still alive up to now as we talk. Who is this man? He has no descent. So Brother Bram said this was God but he was in the body in the theophany before he became Jesus. There is a quote here also here that says when Jesus was manifested in the Old Testament in a theophany in the person of Mechzedek not a priest but the person the man see, for this man had yet not been born but he was in the theophany. So he had no father. No mother. He was God himself. He was manifested in the form of a, of a man. Called. King of Salem. Which is king of peace. And king of righteousness. He was Mesedek. He had neither father nor mother. Beginning of days. Or ending of life. It was Jesus. In a theophany. In the form of a man. So Jesus. Before he was born. Born to have a beginning of days. To have a father and a mother. He was in the theophany. On his way to being a, a mortal being. We have talked of this Jesus. Of Nazareth. Who was born. Uh, 
on Christmas. Yazali ba Christmas. When we talk of Christmas, we're not talking of 25 December. We're talking we're talking about Christmas. We're talking about Abiri Mutano December. We're not talking about the Christmas that people worship. We're talking about Christmas. We are talking about the first day. Because when Jesus was born, they began counting one, two. And now we are 2,000 years. That is after Eddie. So, uh, so this 2,000 years since Jesus was born. So that Jesus who was born, before he came to that, he was the pillar of fire. He was the Logos. He met Moses in the burning bush. And Moses saw him. His back. And Joshua met him on the walls of Jericho. He was a man. But it was the pillar of fire that has transformed into man. And that is the same person. That Abraham met and gave a tenth. It was Jesus when he was still in that form. Logos. Logos. Pill of fire. The theophany body could turn into light and he could turn into a being. But not a physical like this one. I've said the physical. If he wanted, he could marry. But not that one. So the substance of this Jesus born 2,000 years ago is different from Mexadek. It is like our theophanies. The substance is a spiritual substance. It's different from this physical substance. If you have not, if you have more questions about that, send them. We shall answer them probably next week. So let us now get into the the service of today, which I believe is not going to be long. Amen. Amina. We shall read from the book of First Timothy. Let us stand on our feet. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. Oh, is it Second Timothy? Did I miss it? Okay, let us read Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them sleep. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect the great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both in, with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. 
Chechivude chitugwanira okusinge nyo okuro oza dala ebya ulirwa. Kabeka singe tuwaba netubivako. Kubobanga echigambo echayogira wa malaika chanyuera. Nabulichono no nobuta ulira. Biawe wanga empera eyensonga. Fetuli wona tutia wetuli deka obulokozi obukuru. Obwaka obwenkana o. Obo wasoka okuogira mukama wafe nebulioka butegereze bwaddala ababulira era katonda ngategereza wamuna bo mu bubonero nebyamagero era nembyamanyi ebitali bimu era nembirabo ebyomuyo omutukuvu nga webyayagala nga boyayagalanga yekka The other scripture that I was looking for is first Timothy chapter 4 verse 14 yeah, it reads Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery ntitolekanga kirabo ekiri mugwe chewawebwa olobu nabbi awamuno kutekebwako emikono ejabakadde may the lord add blessing to the reading of his word you may be seated mukamanga tomukisa kusoma kwechi gambo mutuleko now for a very short time kati okumala kasera katono we are going to speak about neglect tugenda okwogera kukulaga jalira the danger of neglecting. Now, on Friday, we shared about man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I find this to be blending very well with that. As we must feed on the word of God. And if you neglect feeding spiritually. Don't expect the results. Don't expect the promises of God to automatically be in you. Not even eternal life. All that God has given you through the word that you have received can die if you neglect to feed. This is where the message world is missing the mark. We leave everything to God. It's up to God. If God chose me, I will make it. If God predestinated it to happen, it will happen. If God chose this uh, persecution to be there, it will be there. I have nothing to do about it. Now that's the problem. 
Amen. Amen. And that's where let me say that's where Pentecostals are different. They know how to fight for what they need. Even right now, Pentecostals different groups are fasting and praying against the lockdown. They are fasting and praying that the churches get open. They are fasting and praying that the pestilence be lifted away, be taken away. Message believers are only analyzing and they say, according to the scriptures, according to the prophecies, this has to be there. But they forget also that God said, if my people, he said, if I send a famine, if I send locusts, who has sent God, God has sent the famine. God has sent the locusts, the unchanging God, the almighty God has sent a, a trouble, a trial on the earth. If my people, in other words, even when God sends a problem, He expects still His people not to just sit there and fold hands and say, Let the will be done. He expects them to pray. He said if they pray and turn from their wicked ways and humble themselves, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their lives. You wonder because they say, you know, that's prophecy. Yes, prophecy. I've already said Jesus, I've already said, Jesus was born knowing according to prophecy he will die. He will be killed under the hands of cruel men hanging on the cross. But a number of times they came to arrest him and he escaped. And yet he knew that's the destination of his life. Of his turn on earth. Even the night before he was killed the following day. He spent it in the garden. Praying. And even told his disciples. Pray. That he'd enter not into temptation. You see. Paul himself, Paul he knew to have said he shall be persecuted. He knew it was said you shall be persecuted. You shall be killed. Deacon, there is a number we cannot atone for. You shall be persecuted, you shall be killed. But when they came to, when they arrested him, he tried himself his best 
to escape that condition. Until he was sure by divine revelation by divine leading that it was his time to die. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, I've already said this also, quoting a man of God, the father of revivals, Charles Finney. He said, a garden of maize is not a miracle he said, revival is not a miracle. Just like the garden of maize is not a miracle. Revival is not a miracle. So if you find a garden of maize, you cannot say, oh, what a miracle. That there is this garden. Wonderful, healthy. Healthy maize. What a miracle. It is not a miracle. Someone made it to be like that. Someone plowed the ground. Someone softened the ground. Someone removed the weeds. He removed the thorns. And he planted. He watered maybe. He did something to make it that healthy. He put fertilizers. Oh, he put manure. To make it that healthy. No matter how good the seed. If the seed is not cared for. If you put it in the ground. And neglect it. It will be no good. Why? It has been neglected. So even revival. It's not a miracle. It cannot happen out of people just relaxing and saying, you know, if we are of God, we shall have the Holy Spirit. We shall have the result. God will do it. And you you are putting everything on to God. Go to do it. That's not how things work. I remember also in the Bible. When Nathanael came to David. And he told him. Do all that is in your heart. Do. Because God is with you. If you want to fast, fast. If you want a convention, organize one. If you want a healing service, organize one. If you want a, uh, if you want a, uh, a, a crusade, organize one. 
everything that is in your heart. God is with you. Just do it. Praise God. Don't wait on God to tell you what to do when it's already in his word. As long as it is in your heart and what is in your heart is allowed in the word do it for the Lord is with you. So now no matter how good a seed is if it is not treated the way it should be Whatever is in the seed may never be seen. I have a garden of maize back in the village. Okay. Uh, the farmer, oh, the, the one who was handling to do it for me, he just went and he killed the weeds. By uh, spraying a chemical. And he dug differently places, pits. He planted maize. However, good that seed is described to be. If you just do that. Just planting and you expect to see the result that you see in the paper on the book you never see it so after they did that they didn't go around to weed but at some time I went there so I said but this garden needs to be weeded before it goes far so they remember to put workers also now to go weeding the place they weeded they weeded to a certain level and the other part was not weeded. Now, if you go to that place, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. The other place where we were called, where they weeded, the maize is there, it's good. And you find it's tall up to here. And it has put on you know, good cubs. The place they delayed to weed. The maze is about here. And it is weak. But also it has put on some cubs. Smaller. Then the other end where they never reached. The maze is just around here. It's almost at the level of the grass. And it didn't ever put even a cob. Same, same seed. But one area has been cared for. The other one, they cared for it late. It's a little bit better. But not like the one which was done in the, uh, at the right stage. The place that they never weeded, 
Nothing, no harvest. Now, the word of God is a seed. The way you treat what happens to the seed in certain conditions is what happens to the word of God in similar spiritual conditions. We saw on Friday that we are a, a, a triune being. Not triune. Not we are dual being. We have the spirit. We are a spirit being. But living in a, a house. A nursery tabernacle. So now. This other tabernacle was made from the earth. And because it, it was made from the earth, you have to eat every day to repress what has been uh, spent. You replace it. As I speak now, I'm thinking I'm standing, I'm walking. Me and him. We are burning the food that we ate. Yesterday in the morning. And you people, even as you look, as you think, as you talk, as you walk, whatever you do, you are using food. At the end of the day, you feel hungry because so much calories has been spent. And now the hunger is telling you, replace what has been burnt. So if you don't replace, it will go down, go down until it's not there. Until it's finished. And then you die. You die. Or if your kind would take long to replace. Even you find that some of your organs will have a weakness because they are lacking enough enough uh, enough vitamins enough proteins enough this and that and they get weak so you 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 become vulnerable to, uh, to healthy hazards. Now, spiritually, it's like that. There is a part of you, as we have already said, it was never made from the earth. So it doesn't need to eat food from the earth for it to live. But it has to eat from what it came from. Everything must keep eating from where it came from. 
They stairs have to stay there. Because they were made there. They cannot come down here on earth. And live on earth. If a star lives there. Leave its place. It is destroyed. Yes. And the creatures that was made from the earth they must remain attached to the earth to live a plant came from the ground from the earth that's where God made it by the way the story of the creation there is a way brother Bram dramatizes it that is very interesting he said Agamba. The earth at first, God made it and it was like a brick desert. And then, he sent the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is that Logos. Is that Theophany. And is that pillow fire? Is the Shekinah glory? Is the quickening power? He came and spread himself on the earth covered the brick desert and brooded over the earth making love to the earth like mother hen broods over her eggs making love to the eggs until they hatch what is in them. So as the Holy Ghost prayed. Over the earth. Brooding. Covering the earth. Because he is a quickening power in nature. He said he quickened the earth. Bringing the elements of the earth together. And as he brought together the collision. The sink, the sulfur, the magnesium, the whatever, all the cosmic light, the sixteen elements. He said, Then I see a wonderful Isaliri come from there. I see roses come from there. I see trees come from there. Who has made them? The Holy Ghost has brooded them from there. Then he continues brooding. I see insects come from there. I see birds fly from there. Then finally, and later on, I see animals. Cattle. Leopard. Lion. Come from the earth. And as he continues brooding, finally, Adam comes from Adam there. He stands from the earth. Brooded by the Holy Ghost. So we see, even the birds come from the earth. Even the plants came from there. They must remain all their lifetime connected to their parent. To their mother source for them to live. Amen. 
If you get a plant, pluck it from the earth, and for the first day, some of them, some of them which keep a lot of life, like the cactuses, they can even stay for days, seeming okay. But because it has been Detached from the mother source. Finally, it will die. What is the problem? It's no longer eating from where it came from. From where it was made. Praise God. Plant. Birds. They can fly beyond the clouds. Like eagles. But for them to live, they have to come back and have a connection to where they were brooded and eat something that will replace something in them from the earth. When an eagle comes from above and it strikes a rabbit and it eats a rabbit, what is he getting from the rabbit? It is getting the zinc, the sulfur, the magnesium, the whatever that it has lost. Of the earth. Because the rabbit has also eaten the grass, which grass has eaten the yeah. So when the ego is eating the rabbit, it is eating the grass which grass at the earth. So that this ego can have a replacement of what of what of the of the earth it has lost. When you drink milk, milk comes from the food. That the cow ate. Which food picked it from the earth? By all means, you have to remain attached, eating from where you came from to replace what has. What you have lost of the earth. But in you, there is uh, the real you, the real you that lives in this body, in this box from the earth. The real you was created in Genesis 1:27. Let us make man in our own image. And in that image, it is a word image. He created you by the word. The earth being was created in chapter 2. But the spirit 
being was created in chapter 1 from the word that first Adam the fearfully Adam the spiritual Adam was not made from the earth it was made in the image of God and in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was made from the word so when Jesus came so does man can only by bread only but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of so if you neglect to eat the physical food you become weak you become vulnerable to diseases and if you will die Amen. In the spirit also, the real you that was made in the image of God. You know, Jesus told us, fear not them that kill the body. Don't fear them. Don't fear coronavirus. Can only kill the body. Don't fear TB. Can only kill the body. Don't fear murderers. They can only kill the body. Don't fear those that kill that body. But fear that one. Which can kill the soul. He can kill the body and he sends the soul into hell. Fear that one. Fear God and fear because the lack of fear of God opens for sin. And sin is death. Sin is death. When it enters your life, it is death. That's, that's what you should fear. You should fear. You should fear to live a life without God. Dare not walk without Jesus. They are not make a decision without that has no Jesus in it. They are not choose to make a marriage without Jesus in it. What is the marriage without Jesus? You marry an unbeliever. That is a where you have Push Jesus away and receive a woman or receive a man. That boat you have taken will die, will sink. It will rock. You will regret. Amen. So, no Rachel. You came from the word. You have to live by the word. Neglecting to feed on the word. You will die. That's why Jesus said, that's what the Bible says. In Ezekiel 18. 
the soul that sins shall die. The soul that sinneth shall surely die. Amen. Amen. Now listen to this. How shall we escape if we neglect such? You neglect to die. You neglect to eat, you will die. You neglect you neglect to turn a corner. You will wreck. You neglect to milk the cow. She will go dry. You neglect your teeth. You neglect your teeth. You will have to have them all pulled out. You pay for your neglection. When you neglect your body, even if you are spiritual, and you say, I am in the spirit, God keeps me. You die. If the pastor can do the work of God so much without rest. Nafa. And he dies. Because he has not rested. And God comes and tells Brother Branham, go at such and such a place and rest. Group Yaba Mishani. And the group of the missionaries. And they prepare for him meetings. But the angel had told him, go and rest. Go and such a place, rest. Relax your body. Hand. Now because of the pressure from the ministers and his campaign managers, he rejected, he disobeyed the commandment of the Holy Spirit. What came out of that? He fell sick. He almost died. Because God was telling him, go and rest. You're doing the work of God. And the men around you are saying, how do you rest when the souls are dying? We've already prepared a meeting. People are anticipating. How do you go to rest? How do you go hunting? But that's what the Holy Spirit wanted him to do. His body had to rest. Neglecting it and not giving it rest. The law of nature has to take its course. You die. There are laws that they don't matter whether you are spiritual or not. They don't matter whether you're you're black or white. The law will work the same way. Amen. Those laws, it's like giving. Giving brings blessings. Whether you're black or white, you'll be blessed when you become faithful in giving.
Whether you are spiritual and you say, me, I'm so spiritual. I'm a friend of God. But I will not be paying tithe and offering. Because I'm already swimming in the spirit. That is enough for me. You will be cast. It's a law. The law is law. Amen. So whether you are spiritual you are expected to observe the laws of health. Praise God. You cannot say, me am spiritual. I'm on fire. I feel the love of God. I'm just swinging, uh, swimming in the anointing. Therefore, whether I brush my teeth or not, it doesn't matter. God will kill the, every jam in my mouth. Every demon that attacked me. I bind you. Be burned. Be seized. By the fire of God. No, sir. You will lose all your teeth. Full of the spirit of God. Why? Watch it. Those teeth will decay. Why? Watch it. You neglected to clean them. You being spiritual, there is no problem with that. You will go to heaven, but with the empty teeth, empty mouth without teeth. You have a mouth without teeth, but you are going to heaven. Diabetes. You will fall sick of diabetes. But going to heaven. Because you've eaten so much sugar in your body. I don't know empowering uh, 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 is it pancreas? Without eating food that yeah. empowers your pancreas. Is that like insulin? That empowers your insulin. Yes. Wow. It doesn't mean that when we are spiritual that the other laws that God put for health that we should neglect them. No! These are also God's laws. Eating the right food. Yes. Junk. Being careful from eating junk food. The angel told Brother Branham to tell the people that the people of the last days who live in valleys they will get health problems. Why? The earth is so polluted. Everything flows to the valley. And he told him the eggs will contain sicknesses. Now for you say my grand grandparents used to drink raw milk. So I grew up drinking raw milk. The cows they used to drink raw milk from. They're not the cows these days. These cows are full of 
chemicals. Those cows used to eat herbs that are medicinal. They used to treat them with herbs. And they would bring out healthy raw milk. It is even healthier. Today you drink raw milk, you will fall sick. You fall sick of different sicknesses, the Brussels and whatever. Now, even if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, these are laws. Now let us uh, let us uh, let us go on. Uh, let us come back to the continue with the context. Mm. You neglect to eat you, you will die. You neglect to turn a corner, you wreck. You neglect to milk the cow, she will go dry. You neglect your teeth. You will have them to have them all pulled out. Certainly. You pay for your neglection. Oh, Branham Tabernacle. Branham Tabernacle. And you visitors. Let me tell you something You neglect to testify of the glory of God. You neglect to give God the praise and glory. You will find yourself cold. Former. Backsliding. One of these days. Uh, the cost of neglect. Every time you testify to a sinner, you get charged in the spirit. Every time you have an all night prayer, prayer, you get more power in your life. Every time you read the Bible, more power. More life. More energy spiritually. More of God. That you get in you. Every time you go to sin and tell them about Jesus. You live feeling a revival. Spiritual dynamic strength. Amen. You neglect to do that. You dry. You become weak spiritually. You die spiritually. That's the matter with Branham Tabernacle. He says, and that, is, that means our tabernacle here. Our church. That's the matter with us. That's the reason why you are weakling. Why you are a wish worse. Why you have a bad testimony. You can't reflect Christ. You reflect the world. You are the reproach to the gospel because of the life you are living. And the people look at you and they wonder what's the difference between you and them. You are dry. You are formal. You are worldly. Because you have neglected something. It is us. It's all a, a result of neglect. 
neglect. Can you imagine a disappointment on that day? To find you, you could have been a spiritual person. But because you neglected something God put before you, you neglected it. And then you became worldly. The worms of the world entered you and ate you up because you neglected. Neglect. The Bible says in the first John 2.15 If you love the world, this world, all the things of this world is because that the love of God is not even in you. People say, I love God. But I don't know why. How can you fall in love with a sinner? Your friends are sinners. You find someone loving a Muslim girl. You find someone being taken by a Muslim, by, by, by Sadiq. What in the world can pull you to what fellowship the Bible says? Begin a Christian and an infidel. And you say you love God. I'm remembering a girl in Branham Tabernacle who was running around with a boy who didn't care for the things of God. The boy would drive, drive her to church. She, she enters church. The boy remains outside. One day, Brother Branham looked at that, watched that. And he called the girl. What in the world is attracting you to that fellow? To be Begin with, Okusoka. he hates your God. How did he know he hates God? He remains in the car there as the girl enters. And the girl says, You know, he smells nice and he has a cute foot. He used to apply a lot of nice perfumes that would touch the the spirit of, a, of this girl. The, the affection part of the spirit. And it would affect, anoint that part of affection. You, you know the spirit has the five senses. Memory, imagination, affection. And, those are. and he had a nice smooth foot. Do you know that is just dust? That is dust. Let that guy die. In a moment he turns ugly. And those nice smooth, that nice smooth mouth becomes so ugly. Yeah? I challenge you to kiss it at that time. When he's a corpse, I challenge you, you wouldn't. And in a few days, it will be rotten. Job said, those skin worms destroy this body. In our bodies, full of skin worms, and you exchange things that are eternal. 
For world, for flesh, for dust, no wonder God refused Esau. Because he exchanged the birthright for physical, for earth. Yes, for earth. Birthright for earth. So, so, you know, and then by the time Brother Branham was speaking, he told her, Brother Malaboy, who has a foot like a tractor tire, and who smells like a skunk, but having the Holy Ghost, than to marry such a Christian. Brother was the eye of God. To us, to God, you'd rather marry someone who smells like a skunk. But has the Holy Ghost. He's born again. He fears God. Than to marry someone who smells nice. Like a night rose in the night. But. With a stinking heart. And with a heart. That don't mind about God. So we are God. So why do you love such? And Brother Bram said, it didn't take long. Said the girl passed on. Well, he did not tell us whether he went to hell or to heaven. But she was, his, by the time he was speaking, he was saying she was on, already gone. Where she went, I don't know. But now, you see, you love the world. You love the things of the world. You are attracted to the things of the world. Why? Why do you have high affinity? For the things of the world. The believers. The serious people. They are not your friends. They are not attract you. The people that are worldly who don't mind about this message they're the ones who attract you. Why? It's because you don't love God. You don't love God. Don't cheat us. Your heart hates God. If you love the world and the things of the world the love of the Father is not in you. That's what defines you. You are lacking the love of the Father. Yesterday I was talking with someone. We are talking about somebody who has left the church. And he's running with a Muslim girl. He has changed the call to eternal life for a Muslim girl. 
Eriyo bula mwabuta guwao. Yefunirimu mwalo musiramu. Amusiramu is a worship of Bala. Amusiramu sinza wabayari. Now when God looks at such a creature. He says oh how foolish. That is Esau. Oh Esau. Such a person has no love of God. How can God reveal this wonderful hope of resurrection of eternal life and you change it for a girl. Then we were saying with this person how the church is full of beautiful girls. So many beautiful girls are there. A girl that you'll have for a wife and you also have Jesus. And you go into heaven and you're enjoying good marriage with this guy. And you leave that. You go for a girl whom you have at the cost of losing Jesus. How, how foolish. How foolish. What a foolish heart. What a, a blind soul. How people are going to fall in the pit and how they will regret. Is it because there is no girls in here? In the message. I said if you can't find a girl you like here in Speckled Bird. Go other churches. Go to Teso. Go to Mbarara. Go to Mutukura. You can even cross the border. Go to Tanzania. Tanzania. Go to the message churches in Rwanda. Go to the message churches in Kenya. You mean in this big kingdom of God. You've lacked a good girl. You mean our God is so poor to have a girl of your choice. That you have to go to Ekron. To look for the worshippers of Baal. You seed of Cain. You seed of serpent. And you tell me you love God. You don't love God. How could Cain claim to love God? He was only religious. Because he's born in a religious family. But his fruit showed he did not love God. There was nothing godless in him. Why aren't you? Seed of serpent. Why aren't you? Yeah, Jesus looked at Judas and said, if this creature was not even born. Because of the trouble. 
the wall that is facing him. Because those that are not born are not quenched away, are not burnt in hell. Huh? Now what about all this carrying on the way the, 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 carrying on they do, they done today in the name of the church practicing square dancing in the church banco, banco bingo parties teenage just rock and roll Twists, all this stuff Look at this Elvis Presley. Presley. A devil standing in the shoes. In the shoes. Mungato. Pat Booney. Pat Booney. Rick Nelson. Rick Nelson. The biggest indebtment in this nation. Oh. The biggest indebtment this nation has ever had. Amen. The biggest indebtedness or reproach this nation has ever had. They say all their religious. They sang Christian song. They owned The church owned it. Even permit a thing like that. Some of these guys go out here. And Tonight they are in the roadhouse out there, out here dancing and playing music and carrying and everything. And the next night they come to the altar and weep. And the next thing they are playing music on the platform. Oh goodness. Gracious. Hey, How far filth? can filth How far could filth go? Anyhow. Yes, sir. Prove himself first to be a man of God, not all this stuff just because he can beat an old jitter or something. But your desire, you can tell who is on the throne of your heart by what you love. That's what tells. You say, well, I think them things are alright. Brother Branham. Just remember now, in your heart, you know what's there. Yes, sir. By what is feeding your soul. What your soul is thirsting for. And you can sit satisfied, satisfies that. If it isn't this world, if it isn't this word, then there is something wrong. Because the Holy Spirit lives on the word only. 
I want you to see another great danger. Just before we close. If you are if you are not guilty of any of these things that I've mentioned. And that is the danger of neglecting a thirst. To say I have a holy thirst. I'm not guilty. Brother Branham will just go and join in church. Brother Brown, member member I'm a member of a church. And things like that. But, but see, to you neglect a thirst, if you neglect to satisfy a thirst of water, all food, you will die. And if you neglect that thirst in you, God, you will spiritually die. You call for revivals. You call for revivals. You wait for your church to have a revival. Well, that ain't the revival for you. The, the revival ought to begin right in you. When you begin to thirst for God. There might not be another member of the church wanting that revival. If it breaks out in you, it will break out other places. See? You see? But see, you neglect that thirst. You neglect that thirst. You neglect to milk the cow. When the cow, the udder is full of milk. And if you let that cow stay like that, she will go dry. That's exactly right. If you neglect to take the drink of water, say, I just, say, I just ain't going to drink anymore. You will die. You neglect to eat food, you will die. So if you neglect to give, you neglect to give the Holy Spirit the word of God, you will die. You Christians, you Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Pentecostals, Assemblies of God, Oneness, Tunes, Threeness, whatever you are. See, don't care, that don't matter nothing to me. I don't think it does to God. See, you are an, indi you, you are an, indiv an individual. You are a unit. You never go to heaven as a church. All a, all a denomination. You'll go to heaven as one single person between you and God. That's all. Don't care what church you belong to. If you neglect to read the Bible, and to believe the Bible and the Holy Spirit to feed upon that, you will die. Jesus said in St. John 4.3, the Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Not just part of it. Amen. Another quote here. I'm trying to find where to close from. 
We each one come down to the end of the road where we are going to give account for every word. Right now we know that our voices, when we are born, our first little cry goes on on a tape. It is going to be played back again at the day of judgment. Even the clothes you wear will be showed in your face. At the day of judgment. Even science has found that by television. See, television doesn't manufacture a picture. So let us continue with this quote. And another and then we, we finish the service. Amen. Uh, it says, we each one come down to the end of the road. Where we are going to give account for every word. Right now we know that our voices, when we are born, our first little cry goes on a tape. And it's going to be played back again at the day of judgment. Even the clothes you wear will be showed in your face. At the day of judgment. Are we on? Okay, praise God. Even science has found that by television, see, television doesn't manufacture a picture. It only channels it. The color of your clothes. Every time you move. Every thoughts in your mind. Is absolutely kept on God's record. And that big thing will be laid right before you. Every one of them filthy dresses you wore. Every time you went to the barber shop. Cut that hair that God gave you. It's going to be. You will answer for it. You can't make a move right there. Just even the thoughts of your thoughts. Heart while you are doing it will be played right before you. How are you going to escape? You know, Do you see how we ought to be very careful? What about that phone filthy conversation? That, what about that funny, filthy uh, chatting? How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? See, we are not going to escape. Every move 
And the thoughts of the heart is recorded right in another dimension. Even the color of clothes you wear. Television. TV. Color television proves it right out. TV pulls it out and shows it. And that's just in one dimension. From the three that we live in. You see, it's like a computer, it's like a phone. When you delete a picture, that picture is not destroyed. It just goes to another dimension. It just goes off your screen. But it is there. So it's not gone. So even how how would we be very careful? What we stalk, what we chat, what we think, be very careful. Huh? Because you cannot escape. One last quotation. Now we'll take some of the natural. Thirst is first. Let's take, for instance, thirsting for water. As David said, he is thirsting for the water. Thirsting for water, the body is in need of water. If you don't supply that thirst, you will perish. You will dehydrate. And you, you won't live. If you can't get water to that thirst, to quench that thirst of the natural body, you will soon perish. But you won't live long. You won't live long. You can live longer without food than you can without water. Because you can fast for 40 days, Jesus did. I suppose without food, but you couldn't do that long without water. You would just simply dry up and die. You must have water. The thirst that comes on you is to show that that body is in need of something to keep it alive. The body has got to have the water in order to stay alive. You are 80 percent, you are 80 something percent of water and petroleum and petroleum. And how you go to take these sources in to so, so, to keep you alive. As I have said, if you neglect it, you will perish. But remember, we are talking about neglecting the spiritual food. The danger of neglecting your soul. Not to feed it with the word of God. Not to pray. Not to fast. Not to testify. You neglect that. You neglect your soul. And you allow all the contamination of the world in it. 
You are careful not to drink water, milk. That is contaminated with flies. But here you are drinking things of the world, filthy things. You neglected protecting your soul against the filthy things. It will die. You must not neglect it. That's a warning from the Holy Spirit. Let us come before God. Let us stand on our feet. Wherever we are, as we're closing the service. Nazanaza no musai Oku Sigaviuna Opi Semokama Oku Jangajoli O Ask you 
He may forgive you. He may cleanse you. He's still kind. He's still merciful. A contrite and broken heart. He does not despise. Does not despise. A contrite. Broken heart. But he resists the proud. He resists the proud. The proud don't repent. The proud don't regret the wrong. The proud don't plead for mercy. He resists such. But he gives grace to the harm.
want to pray for you now. Raise your hand. If you want to be remembered in prayer, maybe because of life that you have lived that is not good, you realize you have neglected your soul.
died my soul.